Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast Season 2 Opener. Hey, it's Drew here. And Nathan. And this is Jack. Yay, we're back. Riker's Beer. Riker's, Riker's Beer. Beer. Number one. Number one. Oh, you're so stolid. You weren't like that before the beard. I suggest we beam a section aboard for analysis. Make it so, number one. So we kick off this episode today. <laughs> you have such disdain. With in a your modern own. marvel of cinematography. The Drew, anniversary. Would you tell us a little bit about this little gem of ours today? Uh, <laughs> as you stare daggers into my face. Uh, guys, we are going to be doing every single anniversary episode for the Real Fills podcast with the next installment in the Tremor series. So uh, back on our very first episode, Nathan and I did Tremors we from did. 1990. And now, 1996. The years have not been kind. <laughs> the years have no. not been kind. No. We have Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Is there, shouldn't there have been like an expiration date? Like two years, sequel okay. Three years, sequel okay. Six years, that's too long. Jack, <sighs> fun has no expiration date. Yeah, yeah touche. But if we call this one fun... <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just a real Burt Gummer. This is- <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I sort of get the impression that Burt Gummer is like a really bad name for a character, but a really good name for like a retired male prostitute. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Why does he? Why does he have to be retired? Like because it's go- happy, oh, anniversary. happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Why does he have to be retired? This is, this, it's in my <laughs> head, and now it's in your ears, and you're all welcome. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tremors two aftershock. Aftershock. Do we have a? Is there? Is there even a trailer for it? Of or did course, just, there's a trailer uh, for just, it. Just get it. Over Are you with. ready? Get it. Oh, do it. Just get out of the way. Are you ready? (laughs) Okay, here it goes. They lay dormant for years, waiting for the chance to appear once again. Now, they're back, and they'll find you no matter where you try to hide. team of dedicated professionals can stop them. We need someone, an expert, to eliminate these creatures, to go graboid hunting. This time, they're prepared. Preparing to fire. You smoked his ass. Doing what I can with what I got. This time, they're motivated. 50,000 for each graboid. You've got a deal. This time, they're one step ahead. Get off the ground! There's only one problem. This time, the worms have turned. Something's wrong with our worm, Earl. It's a whole new ball game. 
a whole new goddamn ballgame. The worms changed somehow. Now we've got these things. This way! I am completely out of ammo. They wrecked our car. The radio tower. How can they be so smart? We're like sitting ducks here. Come get me, you suckers. You hungry? If I can just get to your truck, I can grab some bombs. Tremors 2, Aftershocks. Starring Fred Ward, Michael Gross, Christopher Garton, and Helen Shaver. Damn worms never cut you any slack. Oh my God. Tremors 2, Afterbirth. <laughs> you know what? That may have been better than, than Aftershocks. Thank you. Yeah. Don't that, high five. Yeah, a high five. Spoiler alert, no, high five. Jack and Nathan. We're not big fans of this movie. Drew, were you a big fan of this movie? I love the Tremors franchise. I, I own them all. That did not answer the question, though. That... Can, yeah, okay, here's the... I, I enjoyed this movie. Yes, I did. Do I think it's probably better than Tremors as a whole originally? Back in 1990? No. No, I do not. But, so, it's still, but it's still a fun movie. Tremors won. I enjoyed it. Oh, somewhere, somewhere in, in, uh, in Arizona. Cody has has woken up from a sound slumber. <laughs> he just he just wakes up and just all you hear is fun movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, mm, this uh, is it's okay. You know what? It's not bad. Okay, for what happened to it, I think that this movie actually did rather well. Okay. No. So, no. No. You can't don't not. even start. Okay. Originally, it had a budget of $17 million. It was going to be filmed in Australia. It had Kevin Bacon on cast. And then when things started to go awry, Kevin Bacon dropped out of the movie. They lost investors. They had to change the filming location. So it went from $17 million budget down to a $4 million budget. And it had to be filmed outside of Valencia, California. Which I'm surprised they were able to like secure Valencia instead of, like, I mean, let's be honest. Gorman, Bakersfield, I mean, any other like free land locations that just are happy to have someone on it going, yeah, well, put a camera. Well, they like, probably wanted it. clear skies, so Bakersfield, they wanted some scenic vistas, not just the, the sort of faint outline of mountains. Right. In the if, they, if they want like the pollution ridden and dystopian kind of looking skies, then they will come to Bakersfield. They will. Number one in smog, baby. <laughs> now the next Mad Max movie. Okay. They could film okay. that in Bakersfield. Witness me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Shiny and chrome. I think so. But, I think they can do it. But Tremors 2, at least getting Valencia, great, fantastic. But, I mean, there's a lot of parts that did not look like Mexico, which is a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of areas you can go that look like Mexico. This did not look like Mexico. No, I agree. I, there's there's certain parts where it's definitely not going to be looking like Mexico, but also it's such a huge change from Perfection Nevada, so you actually do have some color. But again, as, as you're very much right, it's not looking like these oil refineries, supposedly, that are being terrorized by Graboids. <laughs> this is like just the warehouse where like they park and car ride over to the refinery. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> my, my personal favorite part of this movie is that the cast is so small that you know that the four core cast members are not going to die, and that no, basically no, makes all the other cast members no. red shirts. Oh, no, and, and that's 100%. <laughs> Anybody who's not 
like the top four people in the in the casting credits, like they're getting get graboided. Or Mexican. Unfortunately, well, Mexi- if the- you're Mexican and you watch this film, you're not you're gonna be kind of upset because everyone dies of Mexican. The That's only not fair. three there's three people that die in the entire film, and all of them are Hispanic. Not cool. All right, so not cool. When, and one coyote. When Julio died, okay, when coyote. he was like hanging Julio through the window, was probably the most did anyone important think death. that was just like a bad B movie Quint dying no. from Jaws? I thought he was gonna <laughs> grab her boob. Like, I thought he was gonna be like, "Hey, I'm dying. Just like I'm going for it." Okay, his death is actually, I think, the most significant in the <laughs> film, but also. It's the most realistic, despite the fact that it's, like, so overacted, but his leg is being chewed off. Yeah, but, like, it's not like when Wang died in the 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 first one. It's like, oh, I, was, I really liked him. That was the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. It's like you've got these red shirts running around. It's like, oh, he's dead. Oh, he died. Oh, well, he, he kind of died a little bit more interesting, but it it's sort of like the difference between, like, a... I don't know, like a hangnail and chapped lips. They're, they're both bothersome, but I, I'm still going to live at the end of the day. Oh, gosh. Okay, so you have you have director S.S. Wilson, who, when the film was actually kind of like in danger of being canceled altogether, you had not only the director, who offered to direct the entire film for free, you had special effects artists who were offering their services at a much lower rate. And I think, honestly, for $4 million... That I think it deserves like a hearty golf clap. I did not say a round of applause. It is a golf clap at best. I would almost so, say you're, that you're extolling the virtue of them getting basically the lowest bidder. That's <laughs> all fine. across the they board did, to do this. They movie. did get the lowest bidder. It was about to be like completely not even shelved. It was going to be done away with. Be, but that have they had such, such a bad thing. Such true. a bad thing. That, oh would, my that God. have been so bad. Maybe no. The play, depriving the world. No. no tremors. You know what? Yes, yes. They would have been depriving the world not only of the Tremors franchise, the possibility, and the only reason why the film got greenlit and continued is because of 1990s Tremors that did so well. But you would have been denying the world of Michael Gross, a.k.a. Burt Gummer. Which, yeah, I mean, it, he Bert, you is know. the if, he yeah, is If you've got to saddle a horse from this film, you it's better Michael attach Gross. it to him. Yeah, I mean, like like my version of Burt Gummer, it's uncomfortable, but I guess it gets the job done. <laughs> True. <laughs> Retired right. or not. Retired or not. Gets a job he's good at one thing. Job. He's good at one thing, uh, and he's going to do it for four four more movies uh, after this. So they had, they had Kevin Bacon drop out. They couldn't afford Reba McIntyre back either. So the only I would hope not. No, I hope that she's doing Little Rascals too. Yeah. I hope that she's actually doing- by this time she had she- already finished uh, Little Rascals. I'm sure she was getting ready to do her show. Any, anything, Reba. Something. Get out. <laughs> Get out of Tremors, Reba. <laughs> so what? You had you had uh, Fred You're Ward come back this. as Earl Bassett. <laughs> Michael Gross came back as Burt Gummer. You had a new guy, uh, Chris Garton, who played Grady Hoover, who is our comic relief for the uh, for the movie as a whole. Air quotes. Air quotes. The biggest the air quotes. Relief. Comic relief. He's the stupid guy. You know what? He is the he is the better version of Melvin from. The first movie. I think Melvin would understand the the components and the like gameplay of rock paper freaking scissors. This guy's like, wait, it's a continuing uh, joke uh, that no one who's never it. heard of rock paper scissors. That's what I mean. Like, wait, I wait, love wait. that he like brought it back and he wanted to like have a paper new, like, covers rock paper always covers rock. You moron. Like, I liked it that uh, 
he wanted a, a bestie, and he's like, maybe this guy will be like, you know, my Val, because Val has obviously moved on to bigger and better things, aka uh, Val I married a good woman, as yeah. he put it, and. Did Why better, would he want to die? And, spoiler alert, did better movies. Like, did better movie. <laughs> like Hollow Man. Hey, I'll, 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 we, I'll, we can do a podcast yeah. about Hollow Man. I'll can we, Hollow can Man. we just do a re-hit? We can go watch that right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, so riddle me this about Grady. All right, at the beginning of the movie, his, his ostrich farm, Earl's ostrich farm, he's already in Mexico, right? No. He's somewhere. No. Well, they don't really He's say. Not... They, I assume that they're already Mexico because it looks exactly like the. It might. The okay, so it might be in Mexico. Well, it might be in Mexico. And so we drive. I mean, I don't see the. I don't see the guy. The the uh, the oil plantation owner from Mexico getting in a taxi and then randomly driving all over. Yeah, yeah you know so, the U.S. So like he, it, I'm guessing it. It it takes place in Mexico. So what is this? Sure. white guy who doesn't understand Spanish. Doing driving a taxi taxi in Mexico. Apparently, he lives in a bad apartment and he watches too much TV. That was <laughs> that was his excuse oh. in order to find. But he can hotwire cars. But he yeah he can hotwire a car. Why is he not sixty seconds or less? He, this doesn't, and like... he doesn't try the door handle before he opens up the car door. <laughs> Which is so weird because when the guy is coming to find Earl, he like sits here and he says like, "Oh, our our plantations have been you know." They've been attacked by certain underground creatures. And, you know, Earl leans forward in his chair and he's like, Graboids. And immediately Grady's like, ah, see, I told you. I told you that's what they called them. It's like, first off, it's been, they were found in uh, like the 90s. Ago. Six years ago. And then they became a protected species. And you've got an arcade you know, game called Graboids you in your trailer. Game. You know what they're called, Grady. There's nothing. And even the man coming to find Earl, there's no reason why he should not know that what they're called. There's no, there's zero excuse. So at the beginning when Earl is, uh, you don't know what he's trying to wrangle. You think it's a horse, but you find out it's ostriches and they're trying ha, to get ha, him to ha, mate. Ha. Uh, the the theory what online that, what that joke the honestly that joke that joke landed so flat. Yeah, but the big what, bird what, and his what, girlfriend. The theory online. What do you call the ostrich? What was the ostrich name? I don't know. Tremors afterbirth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's trying to get him to mate, and it's two male ostriches. Which, if it's two male ostriches, all right, he's either stupid, and then what? Where did he get the ostrich eggs that are that inside are in of this trailer? trailer? Yes, that are like cracked and like you know, he, like an ostrich I was smoothie. For, I was waiting for him to be like, oh, failed again. Like, <laughs> and like God, it against all the pile. I have is an omelet. <laughs> They should have played that up and like he's just eating random ostrich products throughout the entire thing. Like I'm going to have an ostrich smoothie or like ostrich omelet or having some ostrich jerky. But but like why? It, okay. An we, ostrich we, feather in his cap. Oh, there you mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. But we're going to get caught up on the ostrich part way too. Why easily. not? Well, I mean, there's <laughs> really not a whole lot to sink your teeth into in this movie. So you do, I mean, you do have some like. <laughs> Big looming questions of why did this movie continue? How? Like, how many times could they literally have just been like, yeah, no, I'm not going to go kill these animals that are like that traumatized me six years ago, like that killed my friends and and destroyed the little town that I lived in. It destroyed and his perfection. Oh, perfection. Very good. But he's being offered $50,000 per dead graboid. And he's okay with Taxi Boy, just like, and I'm your equal partner. He's all like, I'm coming yeah. with you. He's 50, like, 50? <laughs> I don't even know you. All they didn't do with one of those kind of like, uh, uh, 
Nine to ten. Like, <laughs> so, they agree. They drive further into Valex- Valencia. Go <laughs> Valencia. Go. Grady has joined the party. <laughs> and and they're, they, they're hunting some graboids. They meet uh, the biologist. Uh, well, okay, so they they make it down to the like one of like the reserve, reserve oil plantations. Which, and then they you guys they, have lived in Bakersfield your whole lives. I've been here ten years. I know what an oil refinery right. looks like. That was that's not, not, that's not that's not an oil refinery. I said like that's the, the, the park and ride. Like there's no right. way that that is so a refinery. They go there. They get their supplies that he requested, which was a lot of di- some dynamite, some guns, and uh, not even Earl's Earl's toys. All right. So Earl gets his toys, and that is when they do meet the like local geologist that is there, which is played by Helen Shaver. She plays uh, Kate White Riley. Just yeah. so happened to be the, the only female. Dream lover. <laughs> I'm not a dream at all. Oh my gosh. Out of anyone that could possibly be here in Mexico as a geologist, <laughs> I, it's the one girl I have on my poster in my house. I did like it when he was, when Earl was like bent over looking at some maps ah, and she checked him favorite. out and she, she, they showed his button. She's all like, that's right. my favorite thing. Like, oh my god. I he, love that they she both has oh, hell now, brown cow. They he both check out them jeans. <laughs> and they're both ass people. They want to like it. These guys <laughs> they want to wrangle out on. those wranglers, right? It's, it's, but it's god. it's even better that like she does it after him and's like, uh-huh. Well, because then it makes it okay. <laughs> you got the right one, baby. He's, he's not objectifying her at that point. <laughs> but when, when she checked him. him out, they should have done the uh, chick chick <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Graboid. <laughs> and Grady bursts oh, in and ruins the moment with his chains. Which I have his noise his noisemaker, which doesn't attract ours. any graboids in the area. And I have a huge problem with the mechanics of the noisemaker? Of the noisemaker and, and <laughs> the, the, the bells on a chain. <laughs> so vehicles we've as we've known. Despite all my from- rage, I'm still just a bell on a chain. Oh. Sorry. Please continue. Black Hole Sun. Um, but from from the previous <laughs> oh, Tremor. That was Smashing Pumpkins, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Noisemaker. Chain. Chain gang. As we know from the previous Tremor movie, <laughs> these these vehicles are all the noise that you need. So why do you have to have the like wedding, like just married uh, gaggle of chain and, and bells and whistles in the right, back? The, the truck should make enough noise. Well, honestly, Explain. like tin cans on strings would have made more noise than this train, this chain dragging through the dirt with some locks and bells on it. Yeah, right. And then when they get to the valley, they they unload their secret weapon, which is remote control trucks with dynamite on them. The shot attached where... to something that would uh, a triggering mechanism to light them a up detonator a detonator. But so you're right. Like the truck should make enough vibrations in order to get them caught. But the trimmers, the graboids are going after the toy truck. I did love they the shot, have though. Had cooler toy trucks. Go ahead. I love the shot where it's like down and you see the like the truck coming the up, truck coming up. And I was you like, think it's ah, real. That's really cool. That's eight. Hey, you got four million. Like, <laughs> let's, let's throw ten dollars at this shot. Like, uh. And that becomes their like go to plan. It's all like, oh, that's clever. They're blowing them up while they're eating the toys. They can't do this a hundred times. Oh, they can. And again and again. And again and again and again and again. <laughs> I mean, it becomes their little 
Like, it's like a, a boom montage. They're playing grab ass with graboids. They are playing grab ass with the graboids. But Absolutely. then they bring in the nice, grab ass of played. all. The grab ass of <laughs> And they like recruit him. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's only, they only recruit him after they are, uh, after they go through this whole rendition of like, you know, getting the trucks grabbed and blowing up and then. Another Jaws Grady, reference where they're getting dragged around like like the great shark is right. dragging the boat around. After Grady left the radio on the ground, he's, <laughs> I love Earl. He's like, you left the great radio on the ground? And then Grady, I know I'm that sorry, song. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and then he can, I know that song. So we know you know the Graboid is coming for him. Yeah. And he jumps up and he gets back into the car, but only to have the chain snagged and have that car completely dragged Ugh. and it's going for the cliff just like it did in the first movie but it stops and somehow like turns mid-ground the, mecha- yeah. the mechanics of this whole movie is laughable at best it but is laughable at best pretend okay we're we're moving along <laughs> they <laughs> they realize that they don't, they're, they're gonna need a bigger boat they're, so they, they yeah they this part of the RPG, they realize that they don't have the spell to like beat the boss, <laughs> so they have to go find the next part of their party. They have member. to find the better NPC to yes. join their party. So they join. The, the DM is just awarding them inspiration points at this at <laughs> just, this time, just, just to try get to get them past going. this level. I'm sick of this session. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not that hard. So they go. They oh they they call Bert, who is. In a sitting in he's sitting in his basement. He's like in a he's in a everybody hurts <laughs> <laughs> something watching old war like a, like a war documentary rerun. No, it looked Eating like the history channel. It looked like old school history channel when it actually had documentaries and it wasn't people eating trying some to celery. And I'll give him that. He was eating celery. He will. He was yeah, eating. But he celery. had a bag of chips next to him. But he was still trying. He was he, trying. He had a grease stained wife beater on that was covered in stuff that was not. He celery. was still <laughs> trying. He was trying. He was eating some celery. And for Sean, <laughs> he could Sean easily... from the What Does It Matter podcast, the celery Sean was for you. He'll know what that's for. He could have easily ordered an Italian sub and like had. Ch- but he's still. Because he's, you still see the area where the graboid <laughs> broke through his basement. Well, he in had the it. First he one. had it mounted. Yeah. He, had, he still had it mounted. So I mean, uh, and actually, the one that broke through the wall, I believe, was Stumpy. That was the one that was missing the the other tongue that attached Ooh. to the uh, was the it car. I think it was Stumpy. No, I thought Stumpy was the last one they kill. Was it? Oh, because Stumpy's was always the smart one. Okay, maybe it wasn't Stumpy, but it only had two tongues. Stumpy had black tongues, like a doll's tongue. <laughs> a quick callback. Uh, the first person that died was Thomas Rosales Jr., who has been in more movies than pretty much any of these people combined. Uh, he was in, I remember, J- Jurassic Park, The Lost World, as... It's just, just oh, no, part. no, yeah, I remember him. He was Carter, <laughs> the one that had the music playing and couldn't like hear... Uh, oh, I forget his name. Oh, he couldn't hear the guy being torn apart by the little the green... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! Yeah. He's in a ton of stuff like that. Just little, oh, here, here I am. But yeah, I kind of like that he's got, the first guy to die has got more work than most of the people in this, and they don't this even, movie. They don't even give him a proper name in the in the script. He's just called Oilfield Worker. <laughs> Red shirt number one. Red. <laughs> and that death, honestly, I was like, okay, I, if, <clears throat> if we get some more deaths like this, I'm all about this. Well, because so... it's like the second person that we've seen being swallowed whole, aside from Walter Chang. But like, 
That's it. I mean, Walter Chang gets bit and then instant bloody nose. Like, this, <laughs> this was just it's like... It's an arid climate. <laughs> it doesn't take much to spring a bloody nose. <laughs> oh. I didn't see any humidifiers in Chang's, Chang's market. No. Just that that stupid <laughs> machine that that needs to be fixed by Earl and, and Val. You mean the plot device that they would also double this a cooler? Hey, at least they brought it back. Like they're like, ah, like they did. Know, they did twice. Okay, so while they're out and about and they have this they have this uh seismo, the seismo gadget, as Earl calls it. Essentially Mo- a mobile seismo. Yeah, like. a mobile seismo. And it tracks their truck, but it also tracks the trimmer or the graboids when they're coming for them. I want to know how the Seismo differentiates between their truck and the little remote control cars. Because it seems to track the little remote control car the same dot as their truck. Eh, and suddenly the Graboids turn from blue to red. when they're. I guess they became angry. If any video games tell me, if a boss is red, that means they're yeah, angry and about to die. You're a direct-to-video movie. <laughs> You should have had fun with it and just completely ripped off the sonar system from Aliens. Movement. Signal's clean. Range 20 meters. They found a way in. Something we missed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that, that would have been a little bit better. It looked almost like a like an Atari game. Oh, yeah, like a bad Atari game. Yeah. 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 So, uh, old gum diggity shows up. They bring in the big guns. Gummer. Because because Earl tells him, we got a situation. What kind of situation? A graboid situation. And Earl, Bert, like, leans up in his chair like he's having a post-traumatic stress disorder flashback. Or like, hard on. Oh, like, my, oh, he, oh he, 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 he was ready. He might have gotten it. Gum diggity. Like the way you work with me. So... He drives. Dun, 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 Obviously, dun, dun, he's dun, still dun. in Perfection, Nevada. Oh yeah, he's still on the way to Mexico, making a pit stop with the Federales, <laughs> who apparently, with little to no uh, uh, oh, contract, is these? like, oh here, just take a truck oh, yeah. and fill it up with all your weapons. <laughs> yeah, here's your weapons. Here's your cannon artillery. Some high explosives. Here's some your C four. And Bert, instead of getting little remote control uh, trucks, he gets little remote control tanks. Yeah, to blow them up. Yeah. As, as he should. And then he brings a couple of his own. He, uh, you know, some, some elephant guns. Some elephant guns. His, his uh, 50 caliber custom brass jacketed. Which I'm sure Modeled custom, after uh, Customs was like, yeah, bring that on him. See, like, why not? But they're, what they're trying to do, like, they're trying to show the fact that, like, they're trying to, you know, redo all of the same uh, attack ways. And ways to kill the trimmers that they understand. So... Earl is trying to do dynamite. Open your beer. Well, it's driven me to drink. <laughs> it's driven me to drink. So they, they're they trying to use dynamite. And immediately, of course, Bert brings the elephant guns. Because he's like, I killed one with it. But shooting in the ground is difficult. And I knew that was already the case. But he still brought the elephant guns? Because it, it, it was what... You know what? He's just, he's distraught. Well, he's, his br- wife he's, has left him. He's Bert fucking Gummer, and he Gummer. knows about penetration. And <laughs> dang on it! <laughs> Why he, did you read? Believe he's, he's going to make sure that they've got the proper weaponry. Oh my god! I, I pose the question to you both: If Reba had stayed in this film, <laughs> would this have been salvageable? Would uh, here's the better question: If Reba had stayed in the film, 
Do you think she would have been a survivor? I would hope that she would. You didn't even catch my song lyric joke. <laughs> I don't listen to Reba. Oh, that's not. She Reba. has a song. It says, "I'm a survivor." Just Sorry, con- I'm, I'm continue I'm just, talking. I'm, I'm going to sit over here I'm and drink my spitting beer. up foul things in my head to Burt Gummer. So. Because it, Gummer and penetration. <laughs> Are you happy? You need to go to the corner. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. I feel like Costanza, like, you guys can finish up the podcast. Like, all right, I'm out. I'm not going out on a high note. Okay, what was your what was your question about Reba? I'm just saying, like, would she have made this a better film? No, I don't think she would have made really? it a better film. I think that this film was missing some Reba. <clears throat> Kevin Bacon dropping out. I understand. Reba, dropping, Reba out. dropping out. I'm like, oh, come on, Reba. Really? You could have done it. No. You've got your country music career. You're going to have a budding she television went, so, she show on, on the yeah, CW. Saying, she, went, she went on to do CW. Like, there's no way that like she needed but to But she like, didn't do the CW around. in 1994. I'm the, sure she was doing some when other When the movie stuff. was Besides filmed? her amazing music. I'm sure there's plenty of things. She should have stuck around for that sweet, sweet gum gum. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. And you know what she did? She said, uh, go ahead and send me the H1. was it? Oh, the, the HK91. HK. Which I like how Earl doesn't know anything about weapons, but, but when he says like, HK, he's like, like oh, man, that, oh, that man. one hurts. Yeah, that, that was her favorite. Oh. <laughs> oh, I I really had a problem with the, the fact that, like, Bert obviously makes the, makes the journey up and then just starts, like, mowing them down like Robert Muldoon in the book of <laughs> <laughs> just, da, 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 just taking them out. Got and, three at the cluster charge. <laughs> I'd say that about ties us up. Oh, you know what she was doing in 1994? She actually was filming Little Rascals. I was wrong. Oh. She was filming Little Rascals. A.J. Ferguson. <laughs> the greatest race car driver. Jack is so unhappy with us. But we've never seen this person before, so we don't know if it's a boy or a girl. <laughs> I don't know if an adult can have a tantrum. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to. <laughs> George is getting upset. <laughs> All right, so Gummer arrives, and... Even the the geologist is laughing at the amount of ammunition and explosives that Bert has, and she's like, "Don't you think this is a little overkill?" Like, and all three giddy. of them, all three of them, like look at her, like, "Shut up, woman!" Like, I mean, is this look? Whoa, like, whoa, no, no, whoa. not just that. But she even says, like, when when they first get there, she's like, "Oh, it killed six people," like, <laughs> and some of those were my friends. So, like, she should like kind of be a little bit more like yeah let's like bring in the big guns let's kill these things well, like she's too busy using her junk science to try to explain the graboids and doing a terrible her job science and she's bringing so... in like the, like these are the oldest creatures on the planet and it's like then why haven't they been found and apparently you've been staring at this fossil for like six months and you haven't found any correlation yet the fact that you have a published textbook of graboids in front of you to compare how are the, I find the people who work at this oil industry are completely inept. Well, all right. So they had six years to do research on the Graboid 
corpses that were left over. And right. there were some intact corpses. Hey, he mounted the head on his right. pole for crying there out loud. Th- yeah. There were plenty of them. Somebody somewhere had to come up with a plausible explanation for graboids. And then if they are these old pre-dinosaur era, what is, what are they what is she called? Pre the pre pre-Cambrian. Pre-Cambrian uh, organisms. Yeah. Then why are they just why are they just showing up again now? Like (laughs) there should be like folklore or like folk tales about like you know the like from the wild wild west the mayans and the mexicans which was written by or or like (laughs) the the spanish conquistadors encountered this like great you know desert monster like no there's none of it they just crop up instead you have this like crap science that she like kind of just you know gives some exposition on and again this is what contributes to this movie being very incomplete like such a a bar thought of a movie like hey like we're all at a bar just it's a guy i've got a movie that I, we should totally do tremors too and, <laughs> and they'll just you know they'll they'll be they'll they'll get up and walk now are we gonna explain where they came from uh, nope. nope hell no are they gonna reproduce yep is it gonna make sense nope, nope. <laughs> Like okay, every, so the yeah. director the director even feels that out of all of the Tremors movies, which he he did write Tremors one through four and Tremors six. This is gun caught in the backyard. Like, this, is, this is how bad it is. I don't think like, it's that bad. Yes! But he but he said that this form, the Shriekers, the Shrieker form of the of the Graboid of the Tremors is the is, most deadly. Is the most deadly. In which I would agree. Like all it's got to do is eat, and apparently it vomits out a new baby Shrieker. Okay, so the the Shriekers are sort of given birth to by graboids, which we don't know how the graboids got pregnant which, or if they're just spontaneously spawning these so things. Maybe, maybe all so the graboids so are... They're, they're spawning them. They're all asexual? And then the graboids just need to eat, and then they spawn. Like, this is... What's going on with this reproduction? What is the circle of life with but these graboids? She, she mentioned... She goes, hermaphrodites. And I'm like... Oh, my mm, God. This... Uh, this a I line. don't. <laughs> but they, like, they didn't spontaneously uh, evolve, sweetheart. I don't think that you're um, on the she's science like, page like, with this. Hermaphrodites. They they, they reproduce without having sex, and like, I'm thinking, no, you fucking moron. And and I'm it's pretty like, sure that hermaphrodites like, don't have children right after they eat food. I'm oh. just gonna go on a limb. I'm just gonna say that she's like she's misdefining like what she's trying to say. She's trying she's to say she's also a geologist. She's so like, she's, she's not, also a geologist. So taking her like biology lessons. <laughs> I'm gonna just take it with a grain of salt and go, sweetheart. You don't oh know what you're God. saying, but but you're doing so well. You're trying. I believe in you. Keep going. Actually, maybe just stop. Yeah, just go ahead and just just you condescending bastard. <laughs> she's doing the best she can with the junkiest science that she has. Oh, she's got some Mexican. But, but you know samples. she has a business card but, that says. But Take eating rocks and then and vomiting the out your your offspring. That's just, that's just like me like having a big chipotle burrito and then shitting out my son the next day. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Though that's how the Tremors movie franchise seems to work. Is it takes in a little bit of money to make some profit and then it shits out another one and that takes it a little bit of money to make a promise and then it shits out another one uh, oh thank you Drew I haven't been this animated in a week <laughs> of course of course they like uh, we're, we're jumping way ahead we're jumping way ahead but it doesn't matter they, they don't care you don't it care it doesn't folks. matter it's okay so they lock them in like where of all places, the food storage. Why is there candy in a warehouse? Rice at a flour. Uh, 
There it is. I've been in Bakersfield for 10 years. I know what the hell Dolce means. <laughs> They're in fucking Mexico and none of them knows what Dolce means. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But okay, Look so, it up in the okay. book. You should have stayed gotta, trying to mate two male ostriches together, <laughs> Earl. We got to hop back a bit. We got we to gotta go all the way back to where they find the one graboid, Earl and uh, Grady. They find the one graboid that is not coming near them this as they are so making noises, weird. which makes no sense. And again, it's, it's red on the seismo, and they chase it down where they find it. It's like uprooting from the ground, and it's not attacking them. And, you know, Earl's all like, maybe, oh, that's, this, so it uproots from the ground, it scares them, he backs the truck up, and it falls off a ledge, so now they're stuck there, they can't get the truck out, they go in, up to the graboid, and they're, they're watching it, it's not really moving, it just keeps groaning, he's like, maybe it's sick, and then Grady, with his dumbass remark, maybe he ate something he didn't like. I did like how Grady, Grady, Grady scampered over the rocks, and like, slapped, slapped the graboid, it. I did get a little <laughs> bit of a good, chuckle from that. <laughs> But they make a lot they of, kept, like... They kept running the toy car into its face, into they, its beak. But but they were so close to it, they could have just shot it with the elephant rifles. But they Wait, it's out of the ground. No, they wanted to, like, you know, get a little cup of extra bucks. A hundred thousand dollars for they it being alive. so many, like, mistakes, like, you know, graboid mistakes by, like, when he goes to pick up the, uh, um, the umbrella. I'm like, you do realize that these things that just come out of the ground and eat people... Like, who cares if you don't have a little Nathan, foofy umbrella? Nathan, Nathan, Grady drives a taxi. Uh, and watches it's, a lot of It's TV. bad gum technique. It's bad Either gum. way you cut it. Either way you gum I mean, it. Yeah, he and his constant thing is all like, oh, I forgot. Or, I'm sorry. I don't understand. But then it's stupid because after the thing gives birth and then like the... Or, Three of them. Or like is it a three. parasite? Or is it giving birth? So, like, I mean, I don't cool if it was a parasite. I would have been down. But with it looks kind of like it's got it, the same mouth. So it's got so the same mouth. Like, yeah. So maybe so they have like a, a like a short gestation period, like every seven years or and something. Then it maybe you know what? The it's top. every seven years. Graboids or Vulcan. Please, Spock, do me a favor and don't say it's fascinating. No, but it is interesting. Oh. It's got the pond it's far. It's got the pond far. Oh, the blood, blood fever. Oh. <laughs> all right, that, that's all right. That's Nathan all right. is slowly making his way through Star Trek Next slowly Generation, and we could not be more proud of him. I'm just a baby. He's <laughs> just a baby. Special little guy. Special little boy. Yeah, but that still doesn't explain the graboid how, life cycle. How three shriekers can rip out of a graboid. And then they just keep on procreating. And like, when do they stop? Procreating, and, and then they become graboids again. More importantly, when do they start growing the shriekers inside of them? Because we saw many a dead shrieker in Tremors, and none of them had, like, little baby shriekers inside of them. They blew up a lot of different shriekers in Tremors 2 already, and they didn't find, like, baby shrieker skulls, like, blown up as part of the uh, the TNT. It's It's flimsy. It, the whole the whole At what's best. it thing the shrieker thing the shriekers is, is what they never actually give it an official genesis, name but the uh, the puppets the the puppeteers that's what they call them so my issue with this movie is all right if you're gonna try to explain the existence of these things like explain it in a way that's somewhat believable and then if you're going to say that this is just sort of part of the life cycle of the graboid round it out so it it is again somewhat 
believable because now it's just like, well, in this movie, the Graboids just spontaneously evolve into <laughs> into Shriekers. It's like they didn't have an answer to it. Like someone said, like maybe we should have like a reason, and they're like, uh, I don't know. They just like get born. Like Gary, oh, sure, yeah. No, Gary, I know. It's I, I know what the reason here. was. Graboids cost a lot of money to operate. CGI graboids and, <laughs> and two or two or three cost graboid nothing. puppets cost nothing. So one one send of the, the Irish <laughs> sent in the Irish. So one graboid uh, one graboid puppet was actually kind of like refurbished and done up again. They bought it from the Dark and, Crystal, and, and it was used from. <laughs> oh my God, Gaffney, <laughs> Which P.S. I'm I'm excited that they're uh, they're doing a, a show. Oh, the Netflix show that looks gonna so be good. good. Okay, but yeah, no, we won't do a sh- we won't do an episode about this right now. Okay, <laughs> continue. It's all right. It's been a while since we've gone on tangents, uh, but I mean, there, yeah, there's like no explanation as to why the shriekers are suddenly emerging from the graboids, and apparently, if they eat, they produce more shriekers. And now, instead of actually feeling something, the shriekers have heat sensors on the top of their heads. Which, honestly, okay, and for four million dollars, and even for puppeteers and special effects artists lowering their cost to be in the film, or even doing it for free because it was you know like a passion project. I really, really like the practical effect puppets for the Shriekers. I think they look so, so cool. The so, whole, go ahead, David. The whole time, though, that I am watching these Shrieker puppets do their thing, I'll be honest, I asked myself, why am I not watching Starship Troopers? If I'm going to watch these crappy bugs, like, not really kill anybody... Why am I not just watching this crap movie of Starship Troopers that I hate but I love and just enjoying that? Ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com forward slash Real Feels Podcast. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You could get us give me some Starship Starsh- Troopers. Give me some Starship Troopers. Obviously, I'll be it'll be my last right. episode because you'll you'll probably go to the tier that, you know, gets me off the show. Would you but- would you like to hear more? <laughs> <laughs> so the Shriekers don't make sense. With the Graboids. No. What the Shriekers would make sense is if the Shriekers were the early, like, the freshly birthed monsters from A Quiet Place. Ooh. Okay. Like, that I could get more into, but it's... But they're making noise, so, I mean, would it be more... Yeah, but with just with the whole head pop-out oh, yeah, the, the plates head, the head and, sensor. and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just... I, I like the look of them. I like the idea that... You know, they can get up on two legs and then they're running around. So they're able to cover a further distance aside from how fast the uh, Graboids apparently can move underground. To form Shrieker Pyramids. But it, Oh, sweet Jesus. That. Sweet, sweet Jesus. That is the worst yes. scene. And we'll get to it. But that's just the worst scene ever. But, you know, okay. Looking back to the director's, like, I don't know, his career... I do, I do respect the man for writing Tremors. I mean, it's a passion project of his, and he stuck with it. But also from him, we have Short Circuit, one and two. And um, uh, I mean, Wild Wild input. West. Need <laughs> input. Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> uh, he's bleeding oh. oil. <laughs> oh. Oh. Short Circuit. Oh. When I was a kid, I remember I watched like that movie and the, was it the second one. Mm. Yeah, and both times I like looked but at my brother. One, and I the was second like, one was with the golden paragliding Johnny Five at the end. I think right? Is it? 
like he puts himself back together and he like paraglides in and saves the day. The one that I remember the most hmm. is like when he like goes like hardcore and he like does like the like mohawk and, and yeah, like beats yeah. the bad guys at the end. Was Johnny Five like the original Chappie before? Oh, he- absolutely. <laughs> oh, Chappie was a garbage movie. Garbage. I liked Chappie. I liked you. Like Tremors. <laughs> you damn right. You damn right. I like Tremors. Uh, I like the I like the concept behind Chappie, where he's learning humanity, but it's it's totally from the eyes of a child. I like that idea that he's learning to build his own humanity. I feel like that movie whiffed. Just like it had something, and then just. <laughs> Well, they Gone. hired the... I, I forget who they are, but they this hired... Right. The Chappie gave random... my bowels tremors. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Why are, okay, good tangent. Tremors too. Tremors that was a good, too. That was a good tangent. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, they the, kill them all. They, yeah, so the, okay, Shriekers, the shriekers are out and come, They kill uh, the one truck driver that's going to come to them out, uh, but the guys still make it back to the, the refinery. And then Man, old was the guy old... in the back of the car. I don't know. <laughs> and his arms just ripped off. His arms off. are like, ripped uh, off. You don't it's a get... whole new ball game. You don't even get to see it. It's any like there's not enough graboid. Like the graboids aren't big enough. Was it like a pack of graboids that like ripped him apart? And why? No, it wouldn't even be a pack of graboids. It'd be a pack of shriekers. shriekers. Oh, shriekers. So yeah, I mean, yeah, so right. if it's if it's three, they did the math in the movie too, and I can't remember. So if it's this is like twenty four, yeah, I like think. three shriekers. Per Which graboid. is probably the amount of Tremors movies we're going to end up with. Oh. Well, they're making they're making a seventh, <sighs> and uh, and Michael Gross did confirm that he would be uh, a part of it. And which did Kevin Bacon makes Bert me fucking gummer? super happy. Yes, Bert motherfucking Gummer. <laughs> <laughs> you started doing it when I was doing it. Oh, <laughs> oh well, this is starting off on a real good foot. I'm glad we're back. <laughs> And so they get back to the refinery, and then uh, Bert Gummer shows up, and he is he is not happy because he was not given critical critical information. Need to know information. This has to be the, probably the funniest scene in the entire movie. Just him doing the whole, you know, I was I feel I was denied critical need to know information, and he he pulls out his guns. He's like, I am completely out of ammo. Slumps down. It's never happened to me before. Which, if you think about it, that's a really deep line because he's realizing that he doesn't have Reba anymore, and he's never been without her. And Reba, you know, I is, just, is Reba his ammo clip? And yeah, she's the wind beneath she's, his wing. She was mm. the ammo that that kept him safe. I don't know. I'm just trying to make this really deep because this is Tremors <laughs> yeah, too, and to it's it not deep. deep. This movie is barely a movie. It is a scratch and sniff sticker. It is hot garbage. I rest my case. See, but he's still feeling the aftershocks of her leaving. Can we just get to the segment? This movie has gone on way too long already. Roll the clip. Cut it out. Go, go, okay. go. Cut it out. What were you thinking? Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. And you've got to cut it out. Nathan, why do we have cut it out since we're so eager to get to oh, it? We have cut it out to, thank God, get rid of the things, <laughs> the parts of movies that we find to just, you know, lack, uh, you know, movie quality uh, in all aspects. Um, <laughs> in in, in some, all aspects. I mean, and sometimes, you know, uh, we could actually even highlight a, f- a part of the film that we think is, you know, the best of the of the film, that's or fine. A good a good scene that we would not want to cut out, but for the most part, we got some stuff to cut out of this. We got film. some stuff to cut out. All right, what do you, Jack? What do you have to cut out? 
in lieu of saying the entire rest of the the franchise after Tremors, <laughs> I would say just the junk science that they try to spin for okay where the graboids come from or how old they are at least, and this this like weird unexplainable reproductive cycle that they have that. They can just take it a little bit of food and then just regurgitate like shit out a whole nother Raboid and it's fully grown within moments or minutes or, or what have you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't believe you. I don't, I don't believe you. I would cut out the whole geologist part of it. <laughs> and I, not, but not the long Miss Mystery was Miss October 1973. Miss October, 1973. 1974. Which, I, as, okay. <laughs> the love interest between the two of them is so, yeah. I love, bend I over, wish, Jack. I yeah. wish you guys could see him. Wow. Doing the Playboy pose. <laughs> oh, they was doing the jeans pose. I've got curves <laughs> in all the right places. But, like, not take out her, because I think that she has a part to play, especially because, I mean, we only got, you know, one chick in this whole film, which there should have been a couple at least. Reba. But, Reba? <laughs> I'm calling for you, girl. Anyways, you just, you don't have Here's a need to have another geologist <laughs> in... This it makes it too much like the first one, like oh we have uh, this college student who's trying to be a geologist or whatever. They even throw back like the argument that they have when they're on top of the towers. Yes, sort of yes. uh, along the lines of the arguments that they have when they they're, they're stuck on the rocks. Right, and that's yeah. I think that she could have been in it. Just she didn't have to be have the title of quote unquote. She should have come jokes. in guns a blazing and saved them all. At the oh end. my gosh! Uh, yeah, that that I like, would have been like all right with, and that would have been a perfect segue to like Tremors three, where they're like, "Who are you?" and she'd be all like, "Never you mind. We're needed in like Canada or something," and then just like pack them all in a car. I and thought go. you were visiting your sister. I changed my mind. <laughs> I love you, Bert. <laughs> I came back for the wait. H-A. Wait, are we saying that? Yeah, give me a big gummy back? kiss. Are we saying that Reba comes back, or are we saying that don't, maybe don't, they're both don't, together? Maybe it's like a Thelma and Louise, but you know they don't die. That Reba went lesbian. Don't don't ruin it for me. <laughs> yeah, was 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 her sister just a euphemism? But don't ruin it for That's me. The love story I, I haven't seen behind. any of the sequels. This was the first sequel I've I've seen for for Tremors. Uh, so yeah, don't 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 mess with it. It's All okay. Right. True. Right. What would you cut out? I would cut out the as I call it the Shrieker Stacker, and it's when they're up on top of like the. Is like another water tower that they get up on top of. Either way, they're trying to get away from the Shriekers. And there's this horrible scene where whenever a Shrieker is moving or running in the movie, that doesn't, it's almost too much for the puppeteers to do. They CGI the Shriekers, which. It's very you know noticeable. What? It's very noticeable. Very noticeable. Now, if they put the CGI at night, I think the darkness really helps with how bad the CGI is. However, in the daytime, you have the Shrieker Stacker. And the Shrieker Stacker is the Shriekers somehow knowledgeable enough and clever enough to jump on top of each other and like climb themselves to make it to the top of this tower where they're all hiding on. And also where Earl is trying to, you know, have his moves like Jagger to, uh, you know, miss 1974. Well, they they graduated from high school. Uh, Wet as October. The high school of the coyotes that proud home of the shrieker uh, high school <laughs> and and that was their cheerleading squad that was like the shriekers give me a c c you got to see <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh and they were just practicing okay which the shrieker sound is is sort of it's very similar to the sound that i made throughout watching this movie <laughs> 
<laughs> just alone at home. Did someone thought that like a cat was dying? So that... yes, <laughs> they were calling the SPCA. Yeah, oh, that's why there was so much have a heart traps. And there was so much now. less like debate over the naming of the streakers than there were of the graboids. Like the shriekers, just was they like, never it rolled they off never, their tongue. But they never even call them shriekers in the movie. The shriekers were only identified by the. Uh, by the uh, the puppeteers, uh, they should really? they, they never they never named them in the movie. They should oh. have had the dude from uh, Big Trouble in Little China come back as Blue Sparkly's Force Ghost and be like, <laughs> Earl, call them what's it? <laughs> Continue my legacy, and in the third movie, tell my granddaughter not to fuck up my store. <laughs> I have yet to see number three. Yeah, no, neither. You have I. will next year. <laughs> you, we get. I have to watch more Tremors. You will be. You. You will, will be. be. <laughs> so the best scene <laughs> will get better. <laughs> <sighs> no, they won't. <laughs> I think the best scene is when the two of them are looking each other up uh, without the other one knowing. Knowing that they are both ass people, that they are both into each other. <laughs> I love it. I loved that it like, you know, him just kind of giving his like, mm, she's pretty hot. And then her just going like, mm, he's pretty hot. I loved it. I just thought it was a great little nod to each other. So yeah. My favorite scene is Burt Gummer sitting in his basement, snacking <laughs> and, and watching a history document a documentary, which in my mind reminded me of drew watching tremors in a bathrobe snacking and then like one of us calls like hey drew you want to you want to play some dnd you want to do some podcasts uh nathan no nathan no oh yeah i'd love to yeah you know nothing of my work but that's my favorite um i would i would give it to a toss-up between them carrying the door frames to try and avoid the heat seekers. Oh god. Which is still bad, but it's just it's comical because it's good visual comedy. Uh it's either that or <laughs> it's literally <laughs> it, it literally comes down to like Bert. Like Michael Gross has fantastic comedy and and very, very good comedic lines in the in he this is movie. He's built for this movie. He is built for this movie, and which yeah. is why he is the Tremors franchise. So him going, you know, it like is. I am completely out of ammo. This has never happened to me before. It's really funny. Um, there's also like the honorable mention of like the stupid line, which is almost like, you know what? It's a 50-50 between cut it out and an honorable mention, like good line. And he's all like, it's when they're eating the MREs from Bert. And he's all like, oh, this tastes like toilet paper. Earl, that is the toilet paper. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the... I like stupid comedy. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, this, this movie is rife with it. Like, there is plenty of those lines. As I've been told that my my, my comedic it's taste... It's candy corn! In, it's candy corn! Candy corn. <laughs> Jack said my comedic taste in movies is candy corn sometimes. <laughs> it's like when you, when you go trick-or-treating as a kid and it's like, oh, we gotta go over to the Parker's. They hand out the full size candy, the full size candy bars, and Drew's like, "No, they got candy corn over here. That's where I'm going. I want the candy corn. I want a bucket of candy corn. Go to old man Hallam's house. He has he has candy corn from five years ago. Sometimes when he runs out of candy corn, just pocket change. Here's a fresh and packets of unused floss, like spare buttons. Here's a copy of Trimmers for you and a copy of Trimmers for you. This one has bonus features. <laughs> oh gosh. To the next segment. You uh you can say that again? Oh. All right.
Oh my goodness, that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You can say that again. <sighs> Jack, why do we have You Can Say That Again? We have You Can Say That Again so you can uh, sort say of feature, you again. can say that again so you, you can feature the best lines and sometimes the worst lines in movies and and sometimes when you're trying to find these best lines and worst lines, there are certain movies like Tremors 2, Aftershocks, where you really have to work hard. Sometimes the best line is the worst line. The sometimes worst they are. Sometimes they are. And, and, sometimes. and vice versa. Vice versa. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> My best scenes and best lines are almost unanimously like the same thing. It... It is hands down the montage of Bert driving his truck back after he was ambushed by a group of Shriekers and him going the whole, like, I was denied critical need-to-know information and, you know, I'm completely out of ammo. I think that... I feel I was denied critical need-to-know information. Whole, like, two-minute segment of him just, like, realizing, like, Holy shit, I could have died. He's just gumming the scenery. He's gumming it. They should have had, when he was driving back, <laughs> they should have had the uh, beef, it's what's for dinner, like that. You know that's going dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That would have been so good! But yet, uh, they just... Oh, that would have been... That it. actually would have been really funny. Because when he was driving back, they thought it was another Graboid. And that was before, I guess, they realized that it could turn into... Oh, no, they already knew it could turn into anything. They just thought it was another Graboid. Yeah. Nathan? <laughs> so, my... Mine... There, it came down to two. Mm -hmm. uh, one of Bert and the other uh, of Earl. But I'm going to probably go with, uh, with Earl's. Of the, the whole new ball game. Oh, God. It's a whole new ball game. A whole new goddamn ball game. A whole new goddamn ball game. <laughs> but, but you know what to do? <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> he just is so honest about it. He's like, dude, I don't know shit about what's going on. So, yeah, Earl, Earl takes it. Honorable mention is uh, is Bert, but I, I want to hear yours first before I give my honorable My, my best or my worst? Oh, your best, your best. My best, uh, Drew already showcased, it was the... Uh, uh, no, no, my best line was, I feel like I was denied critical, need to know information. Which, for me, I feel like going into this movie, Drew denied me oh. of critical need to know information about what I was getting into with the Tremors franchise. Man. Because growing up, <laughs> all right, you remember when you were in like, you know, your, your early teens, your, your preteens and <coughs> Sunday morning or early Sunday afternoon after the cartoons or after Saturday morning cartoons, they would have like the TNT or the TBS, like Sunday afternoon movie. And, it was always like the same movies. It was usually one of them would be Aliens, a heavily edited Aliens. So that would be on TNT. And then over on TBS, it'd be Tremors. And I remember flipping back and forth one time between <laughs> Aliens and Tremors and be like, you know, I've seen Aliens a thousand times. I love it. Uh, so let's, let's watch Tremors. Let's let's watch Aliens. But Tremors, I'd maybe seen once. And Drew's like, you're going to have to watch Tremors 2 was like, I haven't seen Tremors in probably 25 years. <laughs> yeah. So I was denied critical 
need, need to, to know, know information. information. You're oh, welcome. <laughs> uh, but my uh, my worst was the uh, oh yuck, this tastes like toilet paper. Hurl, <laughs> that is toilet. That paper. is the toilet paper. Uh, worst line has to be the like they're hermaphrodites. Oh, they reproduce without having sex. Don't that, Jay, what does that mean? Oh my god. That was it. Like when she said that, she seems like the most incompetent scientist ever. And just she should have stayed like a, a fold out model. Yeah. Yeah. No or, comment. Or no comment. No comment. No comment. Just no. maybe she's a lady of science. You don't talk to her like that. Just maybe stick to geology and not go into biology. <laughs> I'm all gummed up. I'm all gummed up, <laughs> boss. That was that was my worst line too. It was I? I think that was just it was just so they're hermaphrodite. Yeah. It's so out of place and incorrect. So yeah, that was just that was very odd. My uh, honorable mention though is uh, was from from Gummer and four pounds of C four maybe a little. And when the rock hits him <laughs> on the helmet and he like cross, he crosses his eyes upwards in such a great comedic timing way and goes. Excessive. Excessive. Memo. Four pounds of C4 may be a little... Excessive. I Loved liked it. it when he was driving around at night and he had like almost like his YouTube set up. <laughs> yeah. like, he's got the spotlight and like the camcorder. 1800 hours. I haven't heard from the guys or Julio in nine hours. I do not know that information. I will, I will head back to base. Mm-hmm. And he stops uh, and he keeps driving. Turns back on. Further note. <laughs> I haven't peed in three minutes. <laughs> And he's trying to, like, look at the map. I don't understand how he also doesn't hear the Shriekers, like, come up on him. And why the and wh- how did aren't... one get on his hood? And they're not instantly going for the engine that's burning <clears throat> hot. They're looking in the glass at him. That's true. They, they do, like, tear apart the cars because they give off heat. And then, the, the all right, so at the end, we'll, we'll at least finish off the ending for the folks. Spoiler alert at home. <laughs> so they corral all the Shriekers into the warehouse, which unfortunately is full of food for them to eat and reproduce <laughs> with. So the Earl yeah. goes in, and they rip off Predator 2 yep. with the, oh, just spray me. But it's like a bad ripoff. Just spray me down with the fire, uh, yeah. uh, the, yeah. the, the fire extinguisher, because that will make me invisible to them. Um. Yeah, but he sets a bomb inside and it blows up. Yeah, he's he's all like he's like, "Where'd you put it?" He's like, "I don't know. I just threw it in your truck." How long you set it for? I'm not sure. And Bert is just like, "What do you mean you threw it in my truck?" Because that thing is full of like, you know, tank like it has a it has Hercules a, powder. Hercules. That's one of the boxes. It's Hercules it powder. Yes, Hercules powder. He has C4 in Healthy there. Healthy gums. He has a cannon. <laughs> he has a cannon uh artillery which is a callback to Tremors one because the fuse that they were lighting it was cannon fuse. My, it's for my cannon. Yeah, right. They and a lot so of callbacks. Like they're, they're they keep running. Okay, but when they keep running before they light it up, when Bert has his sniper rifle and that's also a great moment when he shoots through the shrieker that's about yeah, some to of the see him. Splattery uh, practical special effects. Right, we're, we're fun. Right. Yeah. And when fun. Shoot- I always love a good gore raining yep. down from the sky. They have their little like <laughs> the like, dainty like their drugstore uh, umbrellas. Yeah. But like when he shoots through the shrieker and it goes through the shrieker, the wall, 
another set of like a built like three buildings that haven't been finished, and then it goes through another wall and into the truck, and it rips through like the carburetor or everything. And they look at him like, "You moron! This was our getaway vehicle." And he's like, "How could I know? How did I didn't know? How could I have known?" <laughs> Yeah. That's another good one. But then they blow uh they run. They run for their lives and they're hiding behind this dainty little like flee, flee, fly fly. Fly. <laughs> And you know what I think this is where I was like, Yep, however much the budget was, you prove it just you prove with, it with the explosion. <laughs> Thank God this movie was only eighty or ninety minutes. That's that's all I that think t- that's the great thing about the Tremors films though. Like they are like 90, 80, 90 minutes. But like, it's for, it's for audience sanity, Drew. It's not a happy outcome here. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> so, um, Nathan, what would you rate this movie? I don't want to rate it first, Drew. Somebody else. <laughs> somebody else rate it first. I can't. What was the one earlier? I gave I gave two ratings earlier. I said, like, if this movie was good, I'd be Burt Gummer saying, I didn't know. How could I have known? But I also would give it if uh, if ten shriekers were stacking on top of each other, and six of them fell off, <laughs> I'd be left at least with four out of ten shriekers still standing. All right. If this movie was my dream girl, uh, and I could attain her by succeeding in it, uh, I would let myself die one out of five toothy gummers. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> It's still a fun movie. I'll see myself out now. You see yourself out. Nathan? Um, Out of the times that uh, Grady wins in Rock, Paper, Scissors is the amount of stars that I would give it. uh, (laughs) So one out of three times. He won one time. But he didn't know it. But he didn't really win because he wasn't smart enough to know. He wasn't smart enough to catch on. So maybe a half a half a point. This movie's not great. Or the the scissors broken too. Half a scissors. So Half like a scissors. One scissor. out of four. <laughs> oh, no, no, okay. Paper covers run. <laughs> it's not a great movie, but personally, I find it to be a fun film because it might just be my love for the Trimmers franchise. And as I was telling Nathan, like, we'll continue on and we'll watch more of the Trimmers movies, you know, each year. And hands down, like... Sorry, folks. It's tradition. Now <laughs> it's tradition. It. But, I mean, I was even commented on... By uh, Dave from the Super Movie Rose Cut podcast, who said, like, you know, Drew's a great guy. He just he just loves all movies. He doesn't really say a bad thing about them. I mean, buckle up. Like, one of the Tremors <laughs> movies, I don't like. Oh, and there's, there's going to be some movies we're going to be doing this year that... Can we... Can we... Can you cut that bite out for me and send it to me? That and, I, and I can set it as my text message for you on my phone? There's a Tremors movie. I, I don't, don't like. like. Oh, it's Drew. It's true. Oh, Drew's here. It's true. Drew's here. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean... I think okay, it's fun. Uh, to me, it's fun. It's a guilty pleasure. It's it's mindless. It's mind numbing fun. After the first movie, it's mind numbing fun. I would agree. Like compared to what's coming next for us. Oh yeah. I think this was like a a funky amuse bouche. Like just right. a, like a one bite. Sort of like mm, not for me, but eh, yeah. All right. It's the appetizer on the table that like somebody brought. This is the free chips and salsa left, that you're getting. <laughs> left out in their car for a long time, and then still brought what? it in. And no, went, don't. This is like stuffed spoiled. mushrooms. I'm gobbling them up like Drew, but but uh, I'm like my girlfriend where I hate mushrooms and blah, blah, blah. So that was a bit roundabout. But yeah, that was kind of it's all good. But you know what? On the nose for season two. Guys, 
we are super excited for you in the uh, in the coming months, in the coming year, for what we have in store. I'm excited to see what the Patreons pick. I'm really excited. We have two of them already set up. They are the one is already chosen, and uh, the other is uh, David. Bring it at me, David. <laughs> Bring it, David. Come on, yeah. yeah. He said that he has two that he's kind of like up in arms about, and uh, he's he's still trying to pick. But guys, that still leaves at least two to three other spots open for Patreon movie picks, which, folks, if you go to patreon.com forward slash podcast, you can help us decide what movies we can review, whether you Sweet love them, Todd too. whether you hate them. You know, maybe uh, maybe we'll love what you hate. Maybe we'll hate what you love. You never know. I don't want to hate what they love, though. Like, I mean, if you love it and and don't, you know. But that's the point of this podcast. Oh, I'll get salty. I mean. <laughs> that's the point of it. We will we will not be denying our feels. I won't be denied. I don't want to try and, like, as we, as we had, like, clearly said before, I don't want to try and, like, shit on somebody's, like, favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. If your but, favorite I mean, movie is Fer- Fern Gully, like, I promise I won't crap on it. I will volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Jack will take it. He will set you up. But... I and, he, and you can and you can shoot back your your reasons to me oh, as absolutely. to why you love this movie right. or why I shouldn't hate it. Uh, do it at uh, just real feels, G I U S T real feels. Tweet me and uh, and I'll slide into my DMs and I'll slide right back. Nato Rar <laughs> on Twitter. Nope. Oh, I just I just run the real feels and the real feels. The real feels is, is me. You are it's, the real feels? I am the real feels. It's always me. But speaking of the real feels and everybody out there, where they can get in contact with us and anything that you want to uh, send us our way. Uh, I've already, I personally sent out a kind of like thank you quick little uh, message to everybody out there in the Twitterverse and anybody who downloaded it recently. We we here, all of us, all three of us, really do thank everybody who participated in retweeting and sharing and, you know, trying to help with the GoFundMe for everything for when I was robbed and we had to replace all the equipment and get back on our feet. So really, honestly, from the bottom of not only my heart, but also with Jack and Nathan, all of us here at Roof Hills, we really do thank everybody for coming to our aid and showing support. And uh, I mean, we're back for you. Like, this is what we are here for. So thank you, everybody, for that. If we were Rufio and everyone that donated was... Peter Pan, he would have said, you With, are the Pan. You are the Pan. You I wish us, I had a dad. You allow us like to you. Uh, continue to uh, play grab ass with graboids. So, <laughs> you know. And One more time. One more time. <laughs> Bert the Mall Gummer thanks you. Yes. So, guys, if you want to also help out the Real Fills podcast, but also be one of the uh, most uh, stylish people out there, if you go and Google T Public. Real Feels Podcast. You two can have your very own Real Feels Podcast t-shirt. Ooh. 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 The guys uh the guys have theirs. I bought I bought them some. They they look stylish. Uh there's also a new level to our uh, Patreon. Uh the <gasps> the highest level was the $15,000. That's month where they got the, uh, where they the got Gatlin the cannon. Gatlin gun yep. from mm-hmm. uh Last Samurai splattered with Katsumoto's blood. Right. Yes. right. And artistically uh, and uh several jugs of Nathan's shower water. Yep. But now there is a a $10,000 option okay. where mm-hmm. I will come over to your house with a baby pool and play sand, and I will pretend I am a graboid and just <laughs> ride around in a speedo in the sand. No, no, no! You have to be naked in the sand, and they have to find your graboid. Well, no, like, like <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a few more thousand dollars a month. <laughs> 
and you're gonna have to DM me for them beats. <laughs> I don't want to see your graboid coming out of the ground. <laughs> but if you want to see me turtling in a sandbox making shrieking noises, <laughs> it's just twelve thousand, ten thousand dollars a month. Uh, remember, remember, what was it? Um, the Jack Sparrow? No, not not Jack Sparrow. How much do they have? To, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's great. How much do they have to donate for you to be in a bear suit and punch me? Uh, no, that's. I think it, that's if they do the the top tier. To, oh, to that's right. The, or to no to host to, to host. host. So to host. guys, uh, twenty five dollars a month on our Patreon uh, would not only get you to be able to choose the genre, choose the movie, but more importantly, also guest host. We give Jack, you the whole podcast. Jack added on. I'm just kidding. The uh, the ability for him to dress up in a bear costume and punch me in the face, it, which it, I if it was Iron Chef, I agreed to. Just a a small jump from twenty five dollars a month. Uh, just by you know nine thousand nine hundred seventy-five dollars, uh, I will come over and we'll have ourselves a little sandy graboid jamboree. Excellent, excellent. If this was Iron Chef, like, and we had a, a who's cuisine supreme? You can literally select one of us to like battle to the death or like battle in movies competition, and then become an Iron Chef yourself. So oh. like, would I be the the Iron uh, Iron commentator of Salt? Like, I choose salt. <laughs> and then Drew's candy corn. Shut up. What are you, Nathan? I'm wa- I'm He's water. I'm water. Shower, well, He's shower water. Obvious. That's, I'm, that's I'm, his element. It's like a, like a tooth coming out of the gums. I'm staring it right in the eye. I choose Bobby Flay. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. So, guys, in two weeks' time, we will have our very uh, first host chosen movie and Jack is up first with his spaghetti western genre. It's going to get some garlicky spaghetti noodly goodness. It's going to be great. So uh, a week before that, so uh, starting next week, I'll give you guys another Drew's Clue. Drew's Clues to uh, try and guess which spaghetti western we will be debuting. And then after uh, Jack in two weeks time, it'll be Nathan with a with a the dromedy. Dr- no, you're doing heist, weren't you? <gasps> oh, no, 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 no. You were doing, doing heist. Action. Oh, action, not heist. Action. Sorry. Oh, action. Sorry. Action. It is It is action. You're right. It is action. And then two weeks after Nathan, I will be coming at you guys with a space opera genre. Mm. So, Ground yeah. control the podcast of Drew. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. Can you write that for me? Of course. That'd be good. That'd be great. Groovy. So thank you guys for joining us for our... Uh, anniversary debut episode of season two for the real feels podcast if you want to find us out on on, on the twitterverse we are at real feels pod you can send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com you can find us up on facebook just search the real feels podcast and hey go tell your friends download you know reviews five stars you can find us really almost on any podcatcher out there and, uh, I mean, you are obviously already know where to find us. You're listening to us right now. Oh. Boom. So, until next time, watch them shriekers and, uh, I don't know. You're the realist? And the feelist. <sighs> What's he going to say? Goodbye. Oh, he's Aww. so sad. He's so sad, Panda. <laughs> <laughs>